every single one of you. you. Just look in, and I will be there, waving out at you, naked, wearing only a cock ring. Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord show? The- Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. Okay. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Everybody likes to dance because Jeff Lord is awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> if you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Thanks, everybody. Thank you very much. I'm Jeffrey Lord. Hey, this is my first time out here at the Fuzzy Kazoo, out here by the train tracks. It's a nice place. I like it. Open mic. Very cool. I'm going to do a poem for you guys. It's called Denver Williams Doesn't Like Slam Poetry. And it goes like this. Denver Williams doesn't like slam poetry. Denver Williams doesn't like slam poetry. Says it's for showetry. It's slam blowetry. Just let it go a tree. Denver Williams doesn't like slam poetry. But I like Denver Williams. Oh, I guess y'all don't like slam poetry either. All right, I'll see myself out.
selection Pen and pad is the vessel for this message that is bringing you this lesson Obsessing on the present, expressing being a convalescent Transformation work with destin at the height of your adjustment Disco trip like Robitussin, really never pleasant Get a grip, so you sip, what you really think I give a shit Other MCs can't walk while they talk But there ain't no time to talk when I make your body rock If you wonder how I did it, well it didn't take long I just wrote it all down and I call it a pop song from right here in Fort Worth. He made his first record his senior year 
in a Fort Worth high school in his bedroom, made a record called Fuzzy Brain and released it. And then um, I guess one of the songs off of it went viral. He went, he kind of gave up on music, went to college. University of Texas was working on advertising. And I guess one of his videos started going viral and kind of came back and made a second album called um, Harmony House. And uh, this song is off of Harmony House. Nice poppy 80s synth saxophone playing type song. Before that, we had a brand new one by Denver Williams, Pop Song. It's got a new album coming out December 10th or 11th, sometime I think next week. We're getting real, real close, man. They got four or five singles already released off of it. The latest being Pop Song, one of my favorites. They did a really, really good version on that. And then next, I've got an interview with Whitney Raquel after we hear a Whitney Raquel song. Now, um, Whitney Raquel, if for those of you who don't know, is a singer-songwriter here in Fort Worth. You can see her different restaurants, stuff around town playing local sorry playing um cover songs originals her little her acoustic guitar her loop pedals and stuff she's got a great voice cool personality she's awesome um so she's, i'm always like to have her on just for her for, for her music but she also got a van that she redid the whole inside turned it into a van life living style living on the road kind of van she's been working on it for a few years and they just came back from a trip where they took the van out. So we'll talk about that as well. And um, one of the reasons I also wanted to have her on um, was because she does some really cool things with vending machines. She's got a new vending machine side gig, side hustle, I guess you could say. And so I'd read an article about that. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I'd just seen her when I was out working. Um and so it's just already on my mind. And then they left to take the strip. I'm like, man, she's doing some really cool stuff going on the strip, doing this vending machine thing. Her music is awesome. She released a couple of songs on um, Apple Music. One over Halloween was Witchy Woman, a cover. And then she just did another um, Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac cover. They just came out or maybe came out prior to it. But they just came out within the last couple of months. And I found another song that she had done a cover of Kids. With a guy in town who calls himself Sex Tape with a number five, five EX tape. Um, and so I was going to play that song. When I was talking to her, though, I was like, yeah, I always think of you as being a acoustic guitar singer-songwriter type, you know, artist. And she was like, oh, well, a few years ago I did a, a little EP called Stumblebills. And I was like, that's right. I totally forgot about that. So after talking to her... And remembering that, instead of playing one of the covers I was going to play, I want to play this um, Snowmobile song. It's super cool. You can find it on um, Apple Music. You can find her videos on YouTube and on Facebook. You can find her songs on YouTube, um, Apple Music, Spotify. Definitely check out some of her videos of her vans. Check out her photos from her trip. And then um, check out what she's doing with the with the vending machines. It's some. I think that's really, really cool. And for you creative entrepreneurial types out there maybe this will give you some ideas so let's go ahead and um kick off our song snowmobiles and then we'll get right into the interview
Hello, may I speak with Whitney Raquel, please? She, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm excellent. Oh, yeah, I'm really glad to talk to you. Um, Absolutely. Uh, before we get into your trip and stuff, um, one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about was your music before we got too far away from it. Okay. Um, I noticed last, um, I guess the last month or so, you released a couple of songs. Um, there were covers. It was Witchy Woman. Yeah. And then you also did, I don't, is, is it Rhiannon? I don't know how to say the name. Rhiannon? Rhiannon, yeah. Yeah. They, um, but the Stevie Nicks Foreigner? Yeah, yeah, it's Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac. Fleet, Fleetwood Mac. That's what it was, Fleetwood Mac. No, I recognized it. Um, no, it's really cool. It's not your your normal, or what I always think of you as doing like your acoustic with the loop yeah, pedal and all that stuff. This is well, you know, it has the keyboards and the kind of electronic drums. Yeah. It's, uh, so the album that I did before that, uh, Snowmobiles, it was real pop, pump, pop, uh, like electro pop oh, like that. yeah. And then, um, so yeah, I don't do a lot of live shows like that, but it's fun to, it's fun to make that kind of music. Well, when I listened to that, I stumbled across something else that you did, which was, you were featured on, I don't know what it is, it's, it's that, um, it looks like sex tape, but it's the number five, five, E-X-T-A-P-E, and you you did kids, or you're featured on kids, and I guess that, that's a cover too, right, because I recognize that, do, do, Mm -hmm. do, okay. Yeah, so um, that song, Kids, I had put out a video on my YouTube channel of me looping a cover of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like some keys and guitar and vocals. And um, my friend John saw it and he said, you know, we should do a cover of that, like a studio cover of that. And so uh, his name is John Peacock. He goes by John Adu or Sex Tape okay. is one of his projects. So I did worked with that, worked with him on that song, and then he produced Witchy Woman and Rihanna, and he was the one who did the tunes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because they all kind of fit as far as yeah. the, oh, Okay, makes sense. Good deal that for sure. And then I saw that Hannah Wachowski, mm-hmm. she did one with him as well, Dreams, and then he has a bunch of yeah. others. And I was like, well, who is this sex tape? And I couldn't find yeah. anything on it. I could only find links to the music, but not find a bio or any kind of like right, press right. or I anything that way yeah that, that's cool He's yeah like the man behind the curtain okay cool very cool well you can find all that stuff on itunes is where i found it i guess it's also on spotify yeah and he also has a project called antichrist buffalo oh, okay. and it's it's very similar and really cool too antichrist buffalo cool all right and then um yeah so i got to know you from way back when when you were putting videos on facebook of you um working on your van and yeah. uh, tearing everything out and, and redoing it so you could one day live in it down by the river or what have you. Um, <laughs> and then and then just recently, I would see you um, when I was working, like at Discount Tire, I guess, getting new tires for the van. And Yeah, that's so funny. I got to see you twice there. I know. It was really cool. I, it just makes my day whenever I see people that I know, you know, because <laughs> first they're like, who's this? I don't, oh, I know that guy because I'm totally in, in uniform and it's yeah. out of context and you're like... I recognize this guy, but I don't, I don't know why, you know, but, um, I'm more recognizable at a bar or a club than I am at a discount yeah. tire. Um, but yeah, so, um, I guess you're getting the tires and everything ready for the big trip you just took. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they needed it. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they were probably the original tires. It's crazy. So how did, um, how'd the van do on the big trip? 
amazing. She did so good. Everything worked inside and out. She did so good. I was I was worried because she it, we did um, just cross 170,000 miles. But, um, yeah, no problems at all. It was great. So how many miles was your trip, round trip? Um, almost 4,000. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was kind of fo- following you along. I remember you going to Roswell. Yeah. And did you um, go to White Sands, too? I did. Yeah. I did Roswell on the way out to California and White Sands on the way back home. Okay. Roswell's cool, huh? I had so much fun, Jeff. It is. My mom went years ago, and I was so jealous. And she said, you're so silly. It's, it's just a hokey little town. Um and it's you know it's got a gift shop and that's about it you're not gonna like it don't make a special trip out there for that um but i'm i'm real cheesy like that anyway and i went to the ufo museum and like saw all the sites that roswell had to see and i had a blast of a day just gallivanting around town yeah and it's all (laughs) themed little green aliens you know Cool. Yeah, their McDonald's is a, a flying saucer. The building is the is a flying saucer. See, I think that's cool. Yeah, and we we did this. Um, me and the wife before we, we we were married. I guess probably after this big trip that we took, we kind of knew that okay, we did that great, and so we can be together or whatever. But we went from here. We took sixty six, and we did um, Carlsbad, and we did Roswell, and we did White Sands, and we went to Vegas. Um, we. Oh, we went to the Grand Canyon just like you did, only uh-huh. whenever we went, it was a blizzard. I mean, you couldn't see anything. We walked over and stood on the Grand Canyon where you look out really? and see the whole thing, and it was just white. That's a shame. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever been, and we saw nothing but white. We were going to camp there. That was on the the agenda, whatever, but we actually ended up pulling into Vegas a day early because it was just snowed out. You couldn't camp. Right. You know? and so, oh, that's Yeah, but you did a lot of the same things we we did only you kept going you went all the way yeah, to the west coast it's a really cool route and i would i would do it again the new mexico arizona uh-huh. thing there's so much more i would i would definitely go back and see more oh the southwest is great i know on the way back we had a, a town it was called um truth or consequences new mexico uh, I, yeah. go ahead yeah what was that what's the story for that well there was like a there was a movie that i watched and that mm-hmm. was that was the title and it was a real i love these little southwest like thrillers or whatever those like u-turn yeah. and those, those films, but that, that that was one of them so i wanted to go through that town on the way back and it's just an old an old town that was just really cool and um i think once a year they have like a big enchilada like the world's biggest it, it, like, like the whole town square or something is filled like an enchilada and people put all the cheese and beans and all this stuff in and the, and the whole town eats on it i don't know it's just a cool little town i think it's real close to the border you know yeah I would love to go to Albuquerque and Santa Fe. Um, mm-hmm. We drove through there, but we didn't stop. But I'd love to stay, spend some time there. Yeah. And you also did the uh, uh, to go to Yosemite. Yeah. So um, let me see if I can think. We did Roswell, um, Grand Canyon, Vegas, Yosemite, San Francisco, L.A., Santa Monica area, and then started heading back. We went. And spent Thanksgiving with my aunt in Mesa, Arizona, near Phoenix. Uh-huh. And then we did uh, White Sands and Carlsbad Caverns. That is so cool. Ah, but that was a blast. And, and how many days was it, like 10 days? or? Oh, we, uh, 21. 21? Oh, you were gone a lot longer than I thought. Yeah, we were gone for three weeks. Oh, yeah. That, that's I think that's awesome. 
it was I've, I haven't seen a fraction of what the U.S. has to offer so it's so nice to get out there and you know and yeah I've been working on that band for years so it was fun it's so nice to put it to use um yeah it's it's really kind of like I always like reading um like Kerouac you know and in, in, in different things of the American on the road spirit or whatever but it really is cool like whenever you get out and you get into some of the, some of these small towns because we live in a big city but it still feels like a small city but when, yes. you, when you get to a small town you're like oh you know this is totally you know it's just a different everything's a little slower you know yeah. and uh um, you see a different i guess american than what than what you're used to it's almost storybook or at least in my head it is when you're just oh, passing yeah. through all of the little cookie cutter towns that have, you know, like the antique shops in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. See, I want to, I want to, I keep wanting to move to, but I'm not going nowhere. You know, I've got this house for 20 years. So, but I still oh, yeah. always dream about moving to one of these small towns, you know, like Roswell. That'd be cool just to live there, get you a little, you know, maybe just work at the gift yeah. shop or whatever, or work at the museum yeah. or, you know. And it's, <laughs> I mean, it takes a special kind of person to love the desert, but it is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, see, I think I, th- I think so. And um, my buddy Dustin always goes down to Marfa and the Big Bend area. Yeah. And all that. And I've only been down there once. And when I was down there, I was just like, and uh, we, all, we actually talked about moving to Marfa. Our family was like, you're not taking my grandkids away. <laughs> we were like, eh, it's a really cool town, you know. Um <laughs> But it, yeah, it's the desert. There's just nothing, you know. Nothing. But there, there's a it's, certain. In the Marfa and Terlingua in that area, but Big Bend is on, very high on my bucket list. I know. I'm, me too. And he's always begging me to go. I just never have. I just can't get away to get down there. But yeah. man, I, I need to do it soon. Um, Susie Ramon, she wants to. Um, her goal is to go to every state park in oh, Texas. That would be in Texas. Bucket list. Yeah. Yes, you know. and what do we have? So, I know, I think maybe Mineral Wells is probably the closest state park. That one, and I think there's what, Cedar Springs, Cedar Springs, or, no, there's, um, is it Cleburne? There's a couple yeah. other ones that are kind of... Nearby? Yeah, ab- about the same distance. Okay, nice. Yeah, and there's actually a lot that, um, when you start to look it up, like, because Dustin's really got into to this as well and he's always sending links to all these different state parks i'm like i don't even even heard of that state park i never heard of that state park there's so many i mean there's a lot hidden treasures yeah Yeah. it'd be cool um so did y'all sleep in your van and stuff oh yeah yeah it's um we did spend a couple of nights there was um we stayed two nights at our friend jen coper's house in santa monica she's a a longtime friend of Justin's and she's a comedian. And so we crashed with her for a couple of days. We stayed with, um, in front of my aunt's house <laughs> rather in Mesa. Mm-hmm. And then we got a hotel in Vegas and San Francisco. So there were a couple of nights we stayed in hotel rooms, but for the most part, we stayed in the van. Um, it's a tight fit, but it's pretty cozy in there. We stay warm and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, do y'all now do you have like a little place to cook? Yep. I have, um, <laughs> brought like a little panini maker, sandwich press that opens up flat too so you can use it as a grill uh-huh. and then i just a one burner plug-in stove top that i use it's just like um you, you plug it in and turn it on just like you would have an electric stove that's so cool and so sometimes we all kind of um 
it's like when you went to Yosemite and, and things like that was it more like camping out oh yeah so the majority we did get camp spots occasionally but um most of the camping we did was dispersed so you can just look up blm land like bureau of land management it's just land owned by the government that Mm -hmm. is free for people to camp on and it's just the neatest thing because they they have them all over especially like in arizona uh parts of new mexico but um you just kind of pull off you you go to these areas and you find your own little spot there's a bunch of people there but um and you do your own thing and there's no like electricity or water but we've got all of that so it was no worries um our initial plan was to not drive at night because safety issues but with it getting dark so early it was just impossible oh yeah especially going west yes so um a lot of times you know we'd be pulling into these campgrounds and it's like pitch black but um it was kind of fun because then you wake up and you're like, Oh, what, where did we stay last night? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You come wake up in the morning. All right. It's like a big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, um, there's, there's places all over Texas too. I think there's a new one that Dustin's always going on about that he wants us to, to, to go to. Cause he goes out there and he shoots stars. And so he'll go to some of these places that are just, just public land out in the middle yeah. of, of nowhere. And he'll set up his camera and stuff. But we go out to, the LBJ Grasslands, which is 287 North, out that way, somewhere. Oh, somebody was just telling me about this, so I'm excited to hear. Oh, what we, you we go out there about. all the time. We go out there. There's a few different spots. There's one spot like where you can pay, and they have the camps setups and a bathroom and all that kind of stuff. But most of it is just like you just go out and find your spot. I'm glad that I've gone with him because you go through gates and stuff I'm like, are we allowed to be here? But it's right. certain gates are certain colors that mean you can go through it and you're just going out. You're just middle of, of nowhere. They have lots of water. And so we always fish and camp and, and but yeah, there's no, it's just, there's no, you know, water, electricity, none of that stuff. You just find a spot and, and, when, yeah. and, and anytime that I've gone, with, with with them where we go there's nobody i mean there's nobody you don't see any in that nice. um there was a couple of like camps that we drove through um where it, it was just acres and acres and acres of that and you saw so many people just picked out their little plot of land mm-hmm. they're not paying anybody for it but nobody's bothering them and they're way out there with no running water or electricity but you should see some of the the rigs that these people have came up with that's uh, pretty impressive so we always talked about that or in in time we go out there we're always like so could you just stay here could you just live here and we're always like hey, maybe for a week or a month they're like how long could you stay because and plus we're just going right. by what what we have which which is a tent and a fishing pole you know because it's like if we don't catch fish we're not going to eat you know right. kind of things we didn't bring anything with us but uh you know so it's like our little could we survive in the grasslands and for how long and all that kind of good stoner campfire talk that you have you know but i guess there's people out there that actually you know who just did it they, they're okay i got my little camper i'm gonna go out here i'm gonna pick a spot hang a clothesline put up a little barbecue grill and i'm good i'm home Oh, yeah. And you have, like, the solar panels on top. Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, solar panels. That's what I cook with and everything. We brought a generator, but we didn't end up using it much. Oh, good. Um, because the, the, I have two batteries in the back of the van that my solar panels charge. So it's um, 
it can run an electric blanket at night, fans, a heater, cook with it, charge your phones, charge your laptop. So we're good on that. Um, mainly, I I don't have a proper shower. I have a uh, like a camp shower that would work in a pinch, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to do that if it was real cold outside. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's like in a bag and you have to hang it outside and let the sun warm it all day long. Yeah. And then you yeah. kind of get a halfway warm shower at the end of the day. Exactly. Okay. Like seven gallons, five or seven gallons, maybe not even. So you're gone for 21 days. So when you when you got home, were you like, okay, that was good, but I think that's enough, or were you like, I think I could do that for two months? So I was so grateful to be home. Uh, the van is very tiny, and mm-hmm. not being able to stand up. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's it was fine because we spent most of our time out of the van, but. Um, we learned that we brought way too much stuff. I would have brought a third of the things that we hauled around with us. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I could absolutely do it full time if I had a rig I could stand up in. For now, I think that three weeks, maybe a month would definitely be the max I could take in that van um, without coming home to recharge. Yeah. Yeah, they have those, I guess they're like the little mini winnies or whatever. Um, yeah. Or like yeah. The, or like the sprinters that like some of the delivery drivers use where you can stand yeah. up inside of it. Definitely the, the next the next project. Um, I'm kind of already stewing on what the next build is going to be, but there will definitely be uh, something in the future because <laughs> I had so much fun building out the one that I have, and I love it so much. I know. And once you're done, you're like, hmm, okay, now what do I do? Now what do I do? Well, I need a bigger one. I need a longer one. I need this. I've seen yeah, some of the so, ones where the top will, like, open. What were we looking at? We were looking at some sort of vans or something. But, yeah, the top would – it was almost like an accordion style. But, but like, the front mm-hmm. part would, like, like open up. And you could stand it up, but it's still enclosed. Uh-huh, yeah, like a pop-up. Yeah, but it was a van. So, like, the ceiling yeah. popped up. So you could stand up inside there when you're parked. Yeah. Pretty cool. I do think then the next one um, is going to be like one of the a sprinter style van, like the Amazon drivers. Yeah. Drive. Um, or a short bus, like a schoolie, um, maybe put on like a Chevy or a Ford chassis. Um, but definitely I being able to stand up is crucial. And I think I would love a little bathroom and shower set up in the next build. And also you're not really that that tall, I figured that you could stand up inside your van. It's a pretty <laughs> I tall van. I crane my neck. Okay. <laughs> but it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but poor Justin, there's no way. He's he's hunched oh, over all the time. It was such an ordeal for him to even change his pants or put on different oh, shoes yeah. because the poor guy is just so tall um, that he was bumping into stuff. But we laughed through it, and we had a great time. He was a good sport about it. Now that's cool. There, there are people that I mean. That's what they they just live in them. It's that's their house. They go from state park to state park, or land management to land management, and just you know, which is really cool if you oh, can yeah. do it. But um, yeah, there's there's got to be a certain beating to it. But I guess that beating also probably gives you some some moments that you would never have. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, you're going to make some sacrifices, but you're going to get to see some things that you would never get to see living in a suburb. Mm-hmm. And most people don't get to see. Yeah. 
And we saw hundreds, maybe thousands of people doing this in these rigs. So um, it's it, it can be done, definitely. I think that's cool. No, that's one of my, you know, I'm sure um, whenever the kids get out, if me and the wife are still in, in decent enough health, we're right. going to talk, 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 talk about we're going to sell our house and, and get an, an RV and just finish out our days just traveling the country and, you know, going to Mount Rushmore or going to the, yeah. the Everglades or wherever, Niagara Falls or, you know. That's the way to go. Um, so one of the other things um, that I saw just before you let – it's weird because I had seen you at the discount tire and I was like, yeah, I need to get her on whatever. And then something popped up on Facebook, um, an interview that you did. It was an article that was written about your vending machine. Oh yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. And, um, I wanted to have you on for that as well. And then you were on your trip and I was like, well, dang it. Now I gotta talk about her trip is too. She's doing so much. You That's know? okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the vending machine, um, deal. So you have a, a vending machine at Lola's, but it's not your typical soda and chips or gum or whatever you have. Right. It's all handcrafted local goods. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it does have some snacks and essentials, but the bulk of it is um, things that we make that I make. I do like uh, Japanese mystery, Japanese snack bags um, where it comes like in a white bag. You don't know what's in it. And then it'll have, an assortment of Japanese candy or just, um, or our witchy mystery bags that are kind of geared towards like, um, people that are into that aesthetic, uh, mystery sock packs. Um, and then also I have, uh, some products from friends and local people in Fort Worth, like Kimmy Eversole has a company called Eversole soaps and we carry her fight club soaps oh, that are cool. pretty, um, Alex Gilbert, who owns Rough Draft Company, uh, has some jewelry in there. Um, my friend Lynn uh, from Houston has some handcrafted plushy keychains and pins and things like that in there as well. So we try to make it um, kind of like 80-20 handcrafted, kitschy, local art and things like that. And then um, 20 snacks and drinks and and essential things that people look for when they're in a bar sure <laughs> okay my- yeah that's that's so cool and then um you just go and, like check it like once a week or once a month or yeah yeah so actually if we were having major issues with the credit card company and our credit card swiper was not working it wasn't connecting so that has been a two-month ordeal oh. that just got yesterday um so that's really exciting we were uh only able to take cash payments for the last two months so that was a pain now that we are back in business i'm really excited to get busy making some more inventory because we go through it quite quickly nice okay so it's got like um like the dollar machine that you could normally the and the and the credit card swiper as well so so it'll feed dollars Yes. Yeah. And you can Apple pay or, or whatever people are, um, we do, our sales are incredible when we are taking credit cards and then they slow down to a snail's pace when we can only take cash because people don't carry that much anymore. (laughs) And then you actually just went out and got, well, I guess you saw, okay. So you were into someone who was doing this on the West coast, right? And then you saw that the, and then you had an opportunity, um, to buy a vending machine yes okay and then, um, and then justin so got it working for you 
always thought that this, yes, a long time ago, I saw a video of a girl from Portland um, named Taylor Valdez that uh, kind of started this whole industry or made it what, what it is. And um, I thought, that is so cool. And then when I started uh, seeing a bingo night at Wild Acre Brewery, I saw a vending machine kind of tucked in the corner and it had a lot of similar products from what Taylor had in her videos. And I thought, well, that's so neat. And then when the opportunity came um, and the, the folks that had the machine at Wild Acre wanted to sell it, I we definitely jumped at the chance and I joined a Facebook group for creative vending that was actually created by Taylor. And long story short, she ad actually helps the people at Wild Acre get their machine up and going. So okay. small world. <laughs> I think that is so neat. Now it's like everybody has these great ideas and, and you watch them and you're like, oh, man, why didn't I think I think of that? And then you're like, well, now that everybody knows about it, I don't want to do it now because everybody, right. you know, and so you have to go on to the next thing, but. Right. That's what's cool about creative vending, though. Anything, any quirky thing you think that might sell that you are interested in making, make 10 of them and stock them and see if they sell. And if they do, then you have a winner. If not, move on to the next fun thing that you want to come up with. Yeah, because it really is because it really is. It's just your store. You can yeah. stock it with whatever you want. I mean, as long as it fits inside of a vending machine. But yeah, you can, you know, so I think that's super cool. And then you can. Awesome. Or put them in mystery bags and and move on, you know, and uh, try your hand at something else that you've always wanted to make. That yeah. is funny, too, because people do like those mystery bags. I love them. And I love making them. <laughs> I think that's just the neatest idea. It's just something. It's a, a good 10 minutes of joy at the bar for seven bucks. You know, something that you can open with your friends and pick through and read and um it's just a, a good way to support a local business and, and have fun with your friends for 10 minutes or maybe longer. No, it's really a good, a good idea too, especially to have them like at bars because you're getting, you know, you're going through by the end of the night, people are starting to get a little bit loosey goosey and they're having, they're having fun. Like, hey, let's do this. Okay. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the thing that flew off the shelf that surprised me were the, was the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Um, it's like a... It's the really hot chip? It's one really hot chip, yes. And that's like a challenge. It's got the um, Carolina Reaper or Ghost Pepper or mm -hmm. something. Um, yeah, people will pay a lot of money to hurt themselves. It's so crazy. <laughs> or somebody else was paying them a lot of money like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks if you eat that chip. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, I wish I would have ordered those in bulk. There was another one. I can't remember what it was, but it was the same kind of deal. Yeah, where people are just, you know, it's so funny because I was never that way, you know. If I happened to be in a crowd of guys and something was going down, I'll watch, you know. Yeah. But I'm never the guy that's like, I'll do it, you know. No, no, I'm not jumping into that lake or eating that weird thing. <laughs> nope. No, the food ones are, you know, when I... Some of the fishing videos I used to, to, to watch, that's what they would do. They would, you know, have a thing where it's like they'd go into a gas station and it's like whatever they got out of the gas station, the other person had to eat. And it's all, I mean, you know, it can't be poison. You know, it's all has to be edible stuff or whatever. Right. You know, but still, it's like some of the stuff they'd come out with, it's like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. And they're doing it for content, for views, yeah. you know. But that's a young man's game. You know? <laughs> no, I'm not a daredevil. 
We even tried to do the, um, what are the jelly beans? That's about as far as I can go. I, no, I can't even, because I don't want to vomit, and I might yeah. if I get a bad one. That's what I would talk to, but it would never, anything was that bad for me on that one. But that's as far as I would go. Yeah. I have a very weak stomach. I don't know how that would go for me. So, um, so you're home now. Are you guys getting ready for Christmas? Yes, I'm so excited. It's kind of funny because today, um, you're in Fort Worth, um, mm-hmm. like what, 77 degrees outside? It was absolutely gorgeous. It was gorgeous today. I'll take that too. But I am excited for some chillier weather. And uh, yeah, my mom house sat for me uh, while I was gone, which was really kind of her. And she put up my Christmas tree. Oh, really? Yeah. So I came home to a Christmas tree, which was really nice. That's cool. You don't mind that, like, she put all the ornaments and everything on it? Yeah. You're not like, oh, I don't want that one there. Oh, I don't like this one here. Oh, no, I don't care at all. That's always okay. kind of been her thing. I, w- I, will, um, I will decorate the tree with her, uh, but it's not my absolute favorite tradition. So that was really nice to come home and it <laughs> be done. Be done, yeah. Do you have the lights on outside, too? No, I was going to, but I just thought... The tree is nice. It's enough. Yeah, we're we're gonna be inside <laughs> more than outside. Oh, do you guys go all out for Christmas? I know your wife has been making these really neat gourd lanterns. Yeah, she's done some lanterns. Right now, she's working on um, like Christmas ornaments and stuff. They are so neat. Does she do that with a drill? She has, um, yeah, drill, Dremel. What what she usually does. Um, so she she cleans it all up and everything, but then she'll draw on it and then she'll burn it with a wood wood burner over her drawing okay you know and then she'll either if she needs to cut holes for the light to come out then yeah she has tools for that or whatever but then she'll go through and paint everything because all the designs aren't because like there are people out there that'll they have printers and stuff that you can just print something off the internet and paste it on there and trace it and you know but everything everything is hand-drawn that she does you know, so each one is its own thing. But yeah, she's been working on all these different little bitty um, Christmas ornaments and stuff because they're having a um, Lola's is doing their rock and roll Christmas rummage sale coming cool. up soon. I've been a lot. So, they're but, really very huh? talented. Do what? I said they're very neat. She's very talented. No, I know they're 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 really cool. Um, I think it was last weekend we went to. One of her family's things, and her mom asked her to make something for um, her cousin. Now, her cousin is closer to her mom's age than my wife's age, so mm-hmm. she's not. She loves the cowboys, and so she made her this gourd lamp, you know, and it lights up. And on one side, it's got the helmet with with the star, and I think it has twenty two on it. And on the other side, it's a football, and it has the number eight on it for Troy Ekman. And then there's a couple little ornaments that you hang on a tree and. It's got a jersey on it. One's got eight and 22. That was her favorite players or whatever. And when she pulled these out, I mean, she almost, she started crying. You know? And I, over there in the corner, I'm all getting misty eyed. Cause I thought it was just so cool how, how moved she was by the scene. She's like, this is so beautiful. You're so talented. You know, and of course, you know, my wife's just like, oh, shucks. You know, she's very, she doesn't really wow. like a lot of praise heaped on her. She gets nervous or whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really neat what she can do with those things. Very cool. Yeah. You know, when so, is there? Was that this week? It was last weekend. Oh, you guys already did it. Well, yeah. Whenever she gave them to her, that happened last weekend. Right. But no. But, but she hasn't done. She hasn't done the Lola thing yet. 
Where, when is that? Uh, I don't know. It's coming up. It's on a Sunday. I think it's the eighth, maybe. Is yeah, it, I don't think. I don't think it's this weekend. I think. Okay, I don't think it's this Sunday. I think it no, might be next you're one. Right. Sunday. Yeah. Are you Are you playing it? No, but I love to go. I'll probably be there. Oh, okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah, because I know I that. love the rummage and the farmers market. Oh no, it's so neat. You know, there's so much cool stuff out there. And she's gotten to see the same people, and sometimes they'll kind of like barter and trade and stuff. <laughs> yeah, know? that's fun too. Yeah, it's it's, it's super so fun neat. to see in the community coming out to and getting to support our hobbies and side hustles and businesses. And it's, the, I mean, it's the perfect time. Everybody talking about, you know, oh, if you're going to order something, you should have ordered it two weeks ago, or you're not going to get it in time for Christmas. The supply chain bottleneck, this, that, whatever. You know, it's like, hey. Go down to Lola's. There's tons of stuff that you could buy that would be really awesome presents that they'd be like, wow, this is so cool. Nobody's ever got me one of these before. Right. You know, and see, I mean, it's not even her booth. There's like so many booths, you know. Anything. And so. And it, yeah. Instead of a, here's, here's an air fryer, then it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this really neat thing that somebody from my town made. They <laughs> made, made me think of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could do that. And they could also go inside and, uh, Find your vending machine and get some little stocking stuffers. Yeah, do really good on the um, on the Roman Shell Day, so I'll have to make sure. I need to get busy and make sure we're fully stocked for whenever it is. Oh yeah, for sure. I bet that is a good time to do it too. I think that's such a good idea. That's one of those things because I'm always like, I mean, I don't have the money to invest, but I'm like, I think being your a small business owner would be, you know. I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, I'm like, that's freedom. If you can be the man, you're the boss. I mean, there's always the government that, you know, you can't just do whatever you want to do. But when it comes to your business, your ideas, where you, you know, all that kind of stuff, you're the boss, you know. And so something small like that, and I'm like, the little um, car washes that are just run by themselves, you go up there, or like the laundromats. But I've heard all that stuff is a really a, a money suck because of all the maintenance. Yeah. And people don't take care of stuff. Right. Yeah. But this vending machine idea, I think that's genius, you know. I mean, you're not going to retire off of it, but still, that's a really good side hustle right. to have going. And uh, we're, doing, uh, we're doing pretty good in sales right now. I think eventually we'll have to get another machine because I've had some interest uh, from other bars and venues. Like, hey, we'd love to have something like this of yours. So the, the venues are there. We just got... Um, three gumball machines that we are doing something really fun with. Oh, um, cool. They dispense the acorn capsules that um, contain like toys or stickers or whatever, you know. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know exactly what most of them. We, we spray painted everything gold, even the capsules. And um, so the machine looks really cool and interesting. Um, we're not positive what most of the capsules will be filled with, but in each batch there will be five um, that are uh, solid gold, and they will have the beginning, the start, the first clue to the start of a citywide scavenger hunt. Oh, sweet. How cool is that? That'd be fun. Yeah. And I, uh, I have three of those, so I'm hoping to do, like, I would love to get one in at Liberty or maybe Chat Room. Um, and spread them about town a little bit and then have, I can't wait until people start getting these clues to see if they go on the scavenger hunt and find out what's at the end. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. What a good idea. So, 
that's uh, on the to-do list. Oh, I think that's really cool. All right. Well, I guess it's been about just over ha- half an hour. It's been really fun talking to you. It really has, Jeff. I uh, I enjoyed getting to chat with you, and I always enjoy when I run into you around town. Yeah, me too. Are you doing um, having like playing in, in any shows here in the next few weeks? My, my next uh, appointment is to do a um, have a Christmas podcast that you can listen to on the plot hole. Uh, I'll have it on my Facebook and everything, um, and we'll be singing some Christmas songs and chatting. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So that'll be, um, let's see, what day is that? <clears throat> the plot hole. The, the 14th. Uh, no, that can't. It's uh, let's see, the, the 17th. So, uh, yeah, that should be a good time. It's my friend Johnny Ortega, and, yeah, he has a, a podcast that he does every Friday evening. So. Well, very cool. And it's called The Plot Hole. Right on. All right. Yeah. It, and they can find you on Facebook and it's W-I-T-N-Y-E. W-H-I-T-N-Y-E. Yes, right. sir. And then R-A-Q-U-E-L. That's and then, it. And then you're all over the place as far as Instagram and YouTube and Correct. Apple and Spotify and all that. Yeah. Well, very cool. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Jeff. And um, I will be seeing you soon. Okay. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Staying lit all season long, just like your Christmas tree. Merry Christmas from the Funky Town Podcast. Your favorite Fort Worth podcast.
Recorded at Nakatomi Plaza right here in Fort Worth, Texas. That was Yeah, Huh, and now that's what I call Christmas. You can find them on Bandcamp. Yeah, Huh. Yeahhuhband.com. Keeping the Christmas music rolling, we have this old timey classic that your parents sang and my parents sang and their parents sang before them. That's right, you guessed it. It's Garage Barrage featuring Juma Spears. Oh, fuck. End of the year. Hella shit happened. New one is near. Made all that bread. Baked all that bread. Ate all that bread. Rat said, Fred, relax. Homie, don't do it. Pace yourself. Keep your wing bone fluid. Yo, open your eyes. You gonna witness a full of surprise. It's just like Christmas. Since this is the season, I'm wrapping it up. I'm home alone, so I'm trapping it up. Lost all direction. I'm stuck on a theme. Uh, American holiday. Red, white, and green. This track lost its whimsy. I'm sliding down your chimney. My North Pole stays so cold. Slim Santa call three hoes. Guard my scotch like my rug, though. My sweater game on a go. My day job drink eggnog. No cocoa in my I'm a no. My plug with the safe, yeah. Keep the tree lit it up. Hey, whip game on slay. Woo. See the whole city though. Ah, white boy silly, silly. Nutcracker crunk. Uh. Hung like a stocking. What? White elephant trunk. I'm sorry guys, that's damn it. That's the last Christmas pun. I promise. You sure. That's the last Christmas pun. I doubt Y'all, it. Y'all, 2019. Yes. 2019's nothing but winning. This is the first of many, no L's. I'm gonna live this okay, seriously, that was that that was the last pun. I got a whole verse of Christmas uh, puns. <laughs> Jesus, Juma, help me out here. It's Juma. Christmas is over, wonderful Christmas, out of state dates, under the mistletoe peppermint case, jingle my bell, tour bus, pay the course, make it rain on my reindeer, dash your impressive vanilla and chocolate, Rudolph be them northern lights, boys would take my pine cones, little mama doses, rhinestones, moonwalking through these time zones, pocket full of stones, boy I got pocket full of coal, that's the last Christmas part, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I went first. I'm glad you went first too, Ian, because I think that uh, Jamal might be a better Christmas rapper than you are. What do you guys think? Give us a call, 682-233-1975. Who is the better Christmas rapper? Yeah, oh, well, I guess we're moving on. This is uh, the Traumatics. Whiskey Christmas on the Funky Town Podcast. Christmas whiskey is pouring Uncle Dave is in the corner snoring The kids are on the stairs What they're doing no one cares But Christmas whiskey is pouring Santa knows where the alcohol goes That's why he's got such a big red nose Looking for a nod Tripped on the fire log Now we all watch as the fire grows Drink! Drink. 
Traumatics with their song Whiskey Christmas. Let's keep this party rolling and head on down south, 287 to San Antonio. Tex Mex Rudolph by the Crayolas. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let go. Tex-Mex Rudolph for you here on the Funky Town Podcast. All right, we got one or two more for you here. There's a Christmas compilation you can get on Bandcamp. It's um, from an Idol Records Christmas collection. It's called Electric Ornaments out of Dallas. A lot of good old stuff on there. This one's Pinkston. It's called Father Christmas. I think you know it. When I was smaller, 
this year that's for sure send it over here we'll put it to good use well i want to thank everybody for listening tonight hope you guys had a good time check out all the bands we played the christmas songs are cool check out denver williams new track pop song and his new album coming out definitely check out whitney raquel she was awesome check out her vending machines check out her music check out her videos on youtube she's doing all kinds of cool stuff she's super fun super cool definitely give her a shout tell her i said hey if you see her and then I just want to say, you guys, I love Christmas music. I hope you don't mind me playing so much. If you don't like Christmas music, you might tune out until after the first of the year because we're going to be all Christmas all the time, I think. One of the more popular local tunes around town, from what I can tell, is this last song we're going to play. This is Tame, Tame, and Quiet. Christmas time is here. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. Merry Christmas. Peace. <laughs>